lot of people who are detained, a lot of individuals who are detained are calling and they they want to be released. You know, understandably, they are concerned about the coronavirus and they also see and hear about people getting released. And so they're asking, you know, their attorneys to get them out. In this episode, we are visiting with Megan McCormick Horner, a criminal defense attorney in South Jersey. I mentioned the other day about how an attorney can file a motion to reopen a detention hearing. But in order, once a judge has made a determination that an individual should be detained without bail, there has to be some change of circumstance in order for that judge to reconsider their previous decision or another judge's decision to detain an individual and decide, okay, I'm going to change the prior ruling and I'm going to release them on pretrial conditions. So, so there's, you know, the, the change of circumstance, there has to be some change of circumstance. You know, you can't just lose, lose an attention motion as a defendant and then in the next week try to you know, file it again without some change of circumstance. So the question then becomes whether or not this pandemic rises to the level of a change of circumstance. If, for example, there have not been any, uh, you know, cases in a particular jail or the individual is not sick or the individual is not um, at risk of becoming sick. So I know in the last week or so, there were a lot of attorneys filing um, motions to reopen detention hearings for their clients and, you know, absent some consent by the prosecutor's office, you know, most of them were denied because, again, the, the decision, unless, unless there's just some change of circumstance, you know, they're, they're not going to, they're not going to get out. If you get arrested um, and you've got multiple cases pending, um, and the decision to detain you is based upon, you know, case number one, case number two, case number three. Um, one of the decisions that the, you know, that the court relies on is the fact that you're a repeat offender. And let's say one of those cases gets resolved or gets dismissed or gets remanded. And now instead of having three cases, you've got two. That will be a change of circumstance. Maybe it's that as the discovery process unfolds and the defense attorney is able to either conduct his or her own investigation and, you know, come up with what would be considered exculpatory evidence. Exculpatory evidence is evidence that would tend to show an individual not being guilty. Inculpatory evidence is evidence that tends to show an individual or defendant guilty. So let's say uh, my investigator, uh, uncovers exculpatory evidence for my client. I turn it over to the prosecutor and I believe that it's evidence that if the prosecutor considers um, may not go forward on the case or may um, decide to go forward on lesser charges, the prosecutor may need time to conduct their own investigation. And But in the meantime, I'm going to file a motion to reopen the detention hearing because the facts upon which the court based its initial decision um, are now in, in dispute. 
um, and not just in dispute, perhaps they can be um, proven as not being uh, valid. So that could be a change of circumstance. You know, sometimes you can um, ask the court to consider uh, if the if the uh, defendant has a personal circumstance in their family, um, perhaps they have a health issue. So it really can be anything. It, it generally speaking is related to the proofs of their case. Um, that's that would be, you know, from a defense attorney's perspective, like the the best basis upon which to file a motion to reopen a detention hearing. Um, but it's not limited to that. But, um, but so again, coronavirus would likely be a stretch. I think just say to file a detention hearing and say, listen, uh, coronavirus. I mean, come on, Your Honor. Right. I mean, I, I in in my opinion, I don't think that the coronavirus in and of itself would qualify as a a change of circumstance, unless unless and and this is a big unless there is proof or but proof that it has gotten into that particular jail where the defendant is or that particular um, defendant has a uh, health issue or has been exposed to the virus that would be um, better I mean it's, it's terrible to say but a a motion to reopen related to the coronavirus is I would suggest is more likely to succeed if there were circumstances that, you know, perhaps the the, the individual is um, more concerned about their own personal health, specifically, than even their case. So there are, a, right now, as of today, April 1st, there are a lot more cases in the northern part of the state. And there have been reports of the coronavirus uh, infecting you know, correctional officers in jails up north. Down in the southern part of the state, that's not the case right now. So, you know, in in speaking with prosecutors that uh, that I know in you know Atlanta, Cape May, Cumberland counties, you know, we've been fortunate that as of right now, it has not gotten into any of those county jails. Um, and so the question becomes whether or not a motion to reopen a detention hearing, absent something else, absent a, a, a client with a significant health issue um, that would make them susceptible to, you know, having serious, you know, life-threatening um, ramifications should they get sick, absent something like that. Uh, I, I, and or in conjunction with an application that was specific to their case based on the proofs of their case, some other change of circumstance, um, I'm not sure that right now it would be um, successful. In other words, you know, just because we have this pandemic going on, that doesn't mean that a defense attorney is going to be successful in releasing all of their detained clients absent some other specific 
facts that that attorney can point to. For more information about criminal defense in New Jersey, go to hornerlaw.com. That's H-O-E-R-N-E-R -E -E law.com.